Hey, you're listening to the Intentional Mind Podcast, and I'm your host, Ange Barnard. Today, I want to center this whole podcast episode around this one phrase, and that is, fortune favors the brave. It's been this new mantra or message, call it whatever you want, prayer, whatever. This statement that I have been really reflecting on this past week. So I want to share with you, I want to tell you why it's showing up for me. But before, before I get on with all that stuff, I want to ask you, do you ever feel like sometimes you're getting the signs to do something? Like repeatedly, signs are showing up for you. And you know what I mean by that, by signs, right? Kind of like, let's say you've been thinking about something and then people around you start talking about that thing just out of the blue, or you start getting emails about that thing right? Or there's some image that is shown somewhere that reminds you of that thing. And you're like, "Uh, is this like a sign that I should be doing X, Y, Z thing? You know what I mean? That stuff shows up for us. But I think what this really is about is not just signs that you should move forward, but also evidence of how powerful your mind is and how powerful your energy is. Like when you start to think about something, how energy starts to generate around that thing and these things start to show up in your life that align with what it is that you've been thinking about, you know? That's like the woo side of it that I'm bringing up. But I like to make the woo make sense as one of my friends just said, you know who you are. Okay, so... Let me just, I'm looking at my notes right now. I got to tell you a story and then we'll get into all this fortune favors the brave stuff in more detail because I want you to be thinking about this in your own life and this whole mantra, repeatedly telling yourself it. Okay, so uh, recently my husband and I went to Lowe's and we've been doing all this outdoor work in our new house, landscaping, organizing all the things like a freak, you know, like I do. Like I want it to all, I want everything to have a home. That's how I am. So anyways, we were at Lowe's. We were at Lowe's after church one day, three and a half hours. Homeboy had me in Lowe's for three and a half hours. It was so hot outside. I was like, what, what is this life? Um, cause he gets obsessed with plants and starts whatever. So that's, I digress. Anywho, he was out there doing that. And he kept going back and forth looking at these like agave type plants. And this sweet lady had walked by, this older lady. And she's like, oh, she's like, you like those? Because we were, we, I think we grabbed them and put them in our cart. And she was like, I have so many of those around my house. Um, you could just come get mine for free. You know, like, please, that would help me out. And kind of like jokingly say, saying it. And I was like, you know, he could really do that. He has the whole next week off. And that that could really help you out, you know. So we were just chatting about that. And we ended up putting our plants away because she was like, for real, like, I would love it if you could come out and get these plants for me. But she's like, the only thing is, is that you'd probably need a pickaxe because you mean you really got to dig in there to get them out. And he's like, yeah, I don't have a pickaxe. Uh, and then they were like brainstorming on it or whatever. We got our contact information anyways. We end up leaving and we're on our way home. And at this point, it was like, five or something and I haven't ate all day so I'm like I just need something to eat so we were gonna stop at a subway so we stop in this little town in the middle of nowhere Indiana 
So we go, we get Subway. And then I was like, hey, honey, after we ate, I was like, do you want to just go for a quick little walk down here? Like just there's not much there. There's like four buildings or so. But I've been trying to practice this habit of right after I eat, trying to move right away. And this has to do with like reducing the impact of like the glucose spikes. This is all this other nerdy stuff I've been geeking out about. That's a whole nother episode we need to talk about, guys. But anyways, so I went and did that. And uh, we walk past this thrift store and it's this old little thrift store. And outside of it, it has all these items, random things. Um, I think they had pumpkins the other day sitting outside and they'll have like random tools just stacked up. And there was this box. They were closed. Um, It was like a Sunday evening. And um, they had this box out that said something about, what is it that... In a nutshell, you're trusted to get whatever you want and then just throw the money in there. And they had everything had like dollar signs on it or whatever, or tags. So there was a pickaxe there, is my whole point. Is there was this this pickaxe, this one pickaxe. I've never even actually even seen a pickaxe in my life. I actually asked him, like, what is a pickaxe? And he was explaining it to me, but it was there after this happened. And I was like, what? So it just made me think about how, you know, how we were thinking about this pickaxe. And then it randomly shows up middle of nowhere, like after a little subway adventure, you know? And um, anyways, so the whole point of this thing is the story is that how powerful your thoughts are, how powerful your energy is, how powerful you are influencing energy and the creation of things just by thinking about it, but also taking action on it. Because yeah, the pickaxe is there, but it, Ian, my husband, has to buy the pickaxe, which we did, and then has to go and take action using the pickaxe, right? Has to do the thing. So the whole thing about this whole fortune favors the brave. This makes me think about it's related, trust me, about what's been happening this week with coaching my clients. So many of my clients have been sharing with me just all this good news around their career switches and how they've been able to build relationships with people and how these people, after reaching out to them, after being brave and reaching out to them because they were scared initially too, because all the mind trash that shows up, and plus it's just uncomfortable at times to be real to to reach out to a stranger, you know? So anyways, they were doing that and that led to really good connections and those good connections were leading to new opportunities for them that they were very much excited about. And I get so excited when I hear these stories because I was like, yeah, and I was saying repeatedly this week, fortune favors the brave or fortune favors the bold. It's been said both ways. Have you ever heard that statement? And I was telling them that. It's like, yeah, this is paying off because you are being brave. You are being bold. You are going after the things that you want in your life. You're not just thinking about it because you can think about it and you can see some opportunities start to pop up. Because remember, your thoughts are so powerful. You're going to start creating stuff just from you thinking about it. Stuff is going to happen. And then you can start to see opportunities coming your way right? But then you got to do something about it. Like I will have clients that research things and they'll find like, oh, I'm really interested in this organization. I'm really interested in what this person is doing. 
And it's like you start to see those opportunities, but you have to take action on it. You got to be brave. And this whole, let me check my notes real quick because there was a statement that I was like, man, this is so good. I wrote it down because I'm obsessed with anytime I see here good quotes or I see something that's inspiring. I just screenshot it in my phone just for myself. I don't know if you do that, but I do that. And I'll flip through when I'm feeling down one day, flip through my phone and I'll read all these positive quotes and stuff. It feels good. It's helpful. Anywho, so this statement is you want something special. You got to do something special. And this stuff is just hitting me so hard this week because I'm thinking about my own life around how the life I want to live, who I want to be. It's not normal. It's not like the norm of everyone else. That means I got to be doing something different. That means I got to not, I got to not be acting like the normal people, if you will. It was like double negatives in there, all the things, but you understand what I mean, is you have to act differently. You got to act in ways that are special, that are different. If you want something special in this world, it requires you to, in a sense, level up and get in alignment with that same kind of energy. At the end of the day, this is all an energy thing. Uh, Somebody was asking me the other day about what is it that makes people successful as far as, you know, creating these amazing opportunities for themselves and their career, all of that stuff. And I'm like, of course, there's so many strategies that you can use. But at the end of the day, it's all energy. It's being able to manage your own energy shift energy, align your energy with the things that you desire. It's that stuff. It's not always very easily teachable. But when I start to point out things, especially with my clients, I'm like, yeah, it makes perfect sense because you shifted your energy higher and now you're in alignment with that thing. You can see that. You feel the difference in how that feels. And they're like, yeah, for sure. I mean, just uh, this week I had gotten some emails from clients about how they they always start off with something like this. They'll say like, Ange, you would not believe what just happened or this is crazy. And I like love when something starts off like that because I know they're about to tell me that we were just talking about something and something started showing up. And then I say, okay, now that that's happening, you're starting to see that, what are you gonna do next? Most likely what they do is they act with courage. They become, they, they act by or they take an action and in a brave way and they're bold about it. That's usually the next step. And then that leads to more opportunities for them. Like again, fortune favors the brave. And fortune, you can decide to define that in any way that you want. That could be um, monetary wealth, like more money. It could be more freedom for you, um, abundance in general of whatever that means to you. So fortune favors the brave. So I was thinking about this in my own life around, I've just been feeling so inspired by my clients. I always am. Like I'm like, man, like it's so cool what you're creating in your life because you're showing up and you're being brave. Like you ain't just thinking about it. You ain't just talking about it. You're actually doing something about it. And you're doing it even if you feel scared. So cool. And now it's leading to all these opportunities for you. There is a recipe here. There's a recipe here to pay attention to. So I was thinking about this again in my own life. Like where can I be more brave? You know, 
how can I take action towards something that I desire and be brave? Because I know that fortune favors the brave, right? So those that are willing to take risks. So let me read out some, some of the quotes and other things in my notes. Um, I wrote this down. If you want an abundant life, you got to align with abundant energy. And in that state, there's no attachment to what others think or a focus on failure or what will go wrong. You just act because you're curious about something. You just want to learn more. You know, it's like it's that kind of energy. It's like you may be afraid. I'm not saying that you're not going to do it afraid because if you think about what is being brave, it's like you show up even though there is fear. What I'm saying is that somewhere in that mix, you feel the fear and you shift up to a higher level and you decide that something else is more important to you than that fear. What is that thing? And I always think about in my life, it's like really just like doing whatever I can to live my best life. And I have my own definition of what that looks like and what that means to me. Like that is so important to me. I don't want to be the person on my deathbed that had regrets because I didn't do something because I was worried about what someone thought about me or I was so focused on failure, you know? So it's like that why it really drives me. And I think about the people in my life that I want to inspire. Like I think about you guys, like my listeners of the show, my clients, and it just, that is truly what keeps me moving forward and doing all the scary stuff too, because I want to be an example of what's possible when you believe for more. I want you to be an example of that. In fact, I know most of my clients, all of them, actually not even most of them, all of them are examples of what's possible when you believe for more. And I want more and more stories like that because we need to go out there and inspire more people to take action and stop allowing fear, shame, that not enoughness feeling, who am I to do this, all that BS crap that keeps us playing small. Stop letting that run our life because that's low energy stuff, right? And we can feel afraid. That is totally normal. But decide that something else is more important than that fear that love of something, whatever it is. And that's how that shift happens. And that's what I'm talking about. It's like you feel the fear and you move beyond it by deciding that something is more important, that you're being curious is more important to you, meeting someone new more important to you, actually doing the things that you say you want to do more important to you, being an example to your kids or all the people that you love or that you're leading more important to you than the fear. You know, so the shift happens there. Okay. Um, I want you to feed, feed that curious energy that's there versus the fear energy. Because it's easy. You can make up all these stories about, you know, in the cases where my clients are reaching out to someone or going after some kind of opportunity, they can make up all these stories around how they're going to be rejected. How, what if I do this and it doesn't work out? Blah, blah, blah. Like all these stories that feel very defeating or make things even more scary. They could go with that. They could feed that energy, right? Or they can be like, oh, I'm just curious about this. I'm curious what it'd be like if it did work out. What's the best that could happen? They could feed that energy. And at any given moment, you get to decide who you're going to feed, which one you're going to feed. 
We always have that choice. Okay. So the whole thing here is like, also, it's just really about stepping out in faith with no guarantee of success. We love to want to control everything. We love to want to know exactly what's going to happen, to know that if we do make this investment, then it's going to be so worth it. Like we want that guarantee to know. But that's not, there's no faith there, right? And part of this process is like trusting. It's all about trusting that you are supported, that all things work out for you. Like I was thinking this week over and over, I had to practice one of my favorite mantras. You guys probably have heard me say a gazillion times if you've been listening to the show is everything is happening for me. All week I've been telling myself that. When things get hard, I'm like, everything is happening for you. What story will serve you in this moment? I'm like constantly coaching myself to make sure that my energy can stay higher. Now, let's be real. Ian, Ian always has to tell me this stuff. He actually told me this earlier today when we were eating dinner, just because some things that have been happening have like really affected my energy. And um, he said to me, he's like, you know, and I, I was kind of coaching myself through it and all these things. And he's like, Ange, it's okay to feel sad sometimes. It's okay to be mad, right? It's okay to dip down to those low, low levels. And for sure, I want to tell you that that's okay. And in fact, that is normal. The thing is, is it's okay to go there. What's not okay is to stay there for longer periods of time because you're generating that catabolic energy and it's not going to serve you long-term. It's not going to serve others long-term and you can decide whatever long-term means to you, right? But Anyways, that's something I've been thinking about. So I'm always thinking about this work around like, okay, it's been enough of me feeling like this. It's like, all right, I need to decide on a new story. And then what's happened to me is like, what do I want to believe? And one of the things I've been wanting to believe, I've been meditating on this week, is that statement, fortune favors the brave. Fortune favors the brave. So that makes me think about you. It's like, what can you do? Maybe it's something that you've been afraid to do, even if it's to reach out to someone or whatever it is, you've been afraid to do that thing because maybe there's discomfort around it in some way. But you know, like, like think about it this way. What if you weren't afraid? What if you were not afraid? What would you be doing right now if you were not afraid? Who would you be talking to? What kind of opportunities would you be going after if you weren't afraid? Think about it. Your life would be very different, right? If you actually acted on the things that you love and you gave more energy towards that, the things that you want to do, than the fear itself. If you fed the love, the desires more than the fear itself. If you made that more important to you, truly, with your actions, aligning with what you're thinking about. Because you're thinking about it. I know. You, dreamer. I know you thinking about these things, would it be cool if this life could be this way? But then actually acting on it, that's a different thing because it's hard at times because it's scary because you got to be brave to do so. So I was thinking about just in my own life, I know I keep saying this over and over, um, about in a sense where I'm playing small, where I'm allowing that fear to keep me and hold me back. And like, if I didn't have that fear, who would be my life? 
Like what kind of people would I talk talk to? Who would be in my circle? What kind of opportunities would I go after? So because I'm committed to this work and I like to practice what I preach, what I've been doing is reaching out to people who scare me to reach out to. Like I feel uncomfortable. It brings up my stuff to be to reach out to them. Like my not enoughness, my all my BS stuff shows up. And I'm doing it anyways. And practicing what I preach, because that's what I ask of my clients to do often, to step in that discomfort zone. And I see the benefits of doing that. I have tons of stories about that. And it's evidence to my brain. It's like, yep, this is this works. Fortune favors the brave. So I've been thinking in my life, then all these people that I want to reach out to. So I'm going on this like little spree of just like reaching out to people, even if it feels uncomfortable, because I would love to know them. I would love to have them in my circle. So there's that. That's one thing I want you to hold me accountable to. Um, the other thing is just I just signed up for an event that this was something that I was nervous to do where I flew out and I'm going to this women's event by myself and I made that investment and unless anyone else wants to go with me, let me know if you want to go with me, message me. Um, but I'm going for the weekend. It's October 21 that weekend. Um, so yeah, that's something that I was nervous to do. But I'm like, I'm going anyways because I need to be in that room. So um, what else is happening? And I want to seek out some, I want to just be a little more bolder in my approaches of reaching out to people and certain opportunities that I'm thinking about. and Because, you know, I'm always thinking about opportunities. What other things? I want to create in my life. I've been geeking out lately about style, like really digging into being intentional about that. That's been something I've been talking about forever. I've been obsessed. This is a side note. And I know you guys, you you listen to this show. You know I go on my rants. Um, but they're purposeful. Maybe they can teach you something. So one of the things I've also been geeking out about, like thinking about and actually taking action on, this is the whole point of this, is uh, my refrigeration, like organization in the refrigerator and uh, containers to organize. Like, I don't, I want to eat more vegetables. So it's like making sure my vegetables last longer because, you know, they don't often last super long and I don't want to go to the store constantly because I want to be intentional with my time. So I've been researching that. I need to do a whole podcast episode on that, guys, because it's been a thing. Like, there's so many things I didn't know about storing your vegetables, like which vegetables um, require you to put them in water, like a bouquet, like the broccoli, setting that up in a cup with water, like it's a bouquet, makes it last longer. I didn't know that. Apparently, a lot of people knew that. I used to just throw it in the drawers. I also didn't know that the humidity in the drawers matter. Like one drawer is better for the fruit and the other drawer is better for the vegetables. With the humidity, you want the higher humidity on the vegetables, but some vegetables be picky. They don't like all that stuff. So I've been storing my mushrooms in, um, because you know how they get mushy and they don't last a long time. My mushrooms last a long time recently. What I did was I stored them in an egg container that was a cardboard egg container and I put paper towel down and then I did the special stuff with my spinach. I'll, okay. I know this is so nerdy. Are you still listening? <laughs> Some are like, I've tuned out by this point. Um, but anyways, 
I've been, and I just have noticed the the benefit of that this week, how everything has lasted longer and I learned all these new things and I took action on it and it was like, makes me feel good. I don't know. It's just this whole concept of thinking about it, but actually taking action on these things. That's not something I've always been good at. Like I've, I've been, I've been quite the dreamer, but actually following through and finishing, that's been a thing that I've struggled with. And I don't want to be that kind of person anymore. I don't even want to have those thoughts of like, I don't finish things. I want to be the person like, I finished everything I set out to do. Unless I decide very intentionally that it's no longer for me. Like, I want to live with those kinds of rules in my life. That's another thing too. Having rules for how you show up in your life, that's important too. I should do a whole podcast episode on that. Because I have all kinds of different ones that just keep me in alignment, keep me on track. And feeling my best. Okay, so that was a little tangent. uh, But you know what? I felt like it was necessary. I'm so happy that you're here for real. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you've been enjoying it and you haven't left us a review on Spotify or podcast apps like the Apple podcast stuff, that would be so helpful. Especially Spotify. I haven't been cracking down on Spotify, but apparently it matters a lot nowadays. So even if you just click the stars there and you're listening there, totally means a lot. All right, y'all, if you are interested in coaching with me, um, feel free to email me at angembarnard at gmail.com. Or if you want to go with me to an event and just hang out with me, holla at your girl. Okay. Have the best day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.